0: Hello, my name is Jacob Schondel. I am the Webmaster and Media and Technology Committee Chair for Shepherd of the Valley, and you are listening to the Shepherdcast. This week, we are in your podcast feed for a second time with a bonus episode, because obviously, by the time you are hearing this, you will have known that Christmas Eve Eve 2020, that was Wednesday, December the 23rd, as we like to call it Christmas Eve Eve, uh, that day has since passed and on that evening at 7 pm we had a special service to commemorate the christmas holiday as some of you may remember we used to have a christmas eve candlelight service at our church but because so many people are busy with family and friends on christmas eve itself They typically don't have time to come to our service at our church. So we've decided starting last year that we would have that service on Christmas Eve Eve, December the 23rd. I think this year, given just how crazy the year has been between the pandemic and everything else going on in the world, that it is really a good time for us to hear the Christmas message and to sort of reflect on the year and sort of take a moment to chill out and be at peace. So, without any further ado, I'd like to hand it over to our lay reader and Pastor Scott to bring you our Christmas Eve Eve Bible readings and sermons.
1: Our first reading comes from the prophet Micah, chapter 5, verses 2 through 3. But you, O Bethlehem of Ephrathah, who are of one of the little clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me, one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has brought forth Then the rest of his kindred shall return to the people of Israel. A second reading is from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 7, verses 13 through 14. Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David, Is it too little for you to weary mortals that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look. The young woman who is with child, and shall bear a son, and shall call him Emmanuel. Our third reading is from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 2 through 6. Then people who have walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy at the harvest as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulder, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the trampling warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us, Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace.
2: The fourth reading comes from the Gospel of St. Luke, the second chapter, verses 5 through 7. Joseph went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. Our fifth reading comes from the Gospel of St. Luke, the second chapter, verses 8 through 14. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields keeping watch over their flocks by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth, peace, goodwill among people the Gospel of our Lord. And let us pray. Gracious and wonderful God, we love you and praise you and give you thanks. We thank you for the humbleness of Jesus' birth. We thank you for the faith of Mary. The obedience of Joseph. We ask, dear Lord, during this time, this Christmas, to fill our hearts with the joy, the peace, the hope, and the grace in this wonderful gift of Emmanuel that you would so come to be with us, to save us from our sins. We ask that you send your Holy Spirit upon me, that I may preach your word truthfully and faithfully. In this we pray in Jesus' name, amen. As most of you know by now, I am a big fan of the comic strip Peanuts. And I grew up reading Peanuts, probably because I related to most of the major characters. I loved Schroeder because of his love for music and Beethoven, who is still one of my favorite composers. I loved Linus, the theologian and scholar of the group. Snoopy was also one of my favorites, especially with his Walter Mitty aspirations, especially when Snoopy was that World War I flying ace trying to shoot down the Red Baron. My love for air and space exploration was reflected in him, especially in the late 60s when he pretended to be an astronaut. Charlie Brown was probably my favorite because of his love for baseball as well as his dealing with all the losses and failures of life. Even Lucy was a favorite of mine, reminding me of all my shortcomings and short temper. So naturally, one of my favorite Christmas specials is a Charlie Brown Christmas. And I was saddened uh, that this special would not be shown on free television this year. But it did get me started thinking about why this Christmas special resonates with me so much. Maybe it is because it's, to my knowledge, the only Christmas animated special that directly quotes the Gospel of St. Luke. Again, I can relate to Charlie Brown, who represents the common person in this special. He finds emptiness in some of the Christmas trappings that we find all around us. The glitz and glamour of the season, the Christmas lighting contests, the greed over presents, even the shortcomings of the Christmas play. Charlie Brown recognizes that something is missing in his Christmas, but he can't figure it out. Maybe we, too, in this 2020 have a hard time feeling that joy and that anticipation of Christmas uh, this year, especially when a lot of traditions uh, cannot be made. So... We find Charlie Brown, out of frustration, crying out at that auditorium, does anybody really know the true meaning of Christmas? Linus simply replies, sure, I do, Charlie Brown. Lights, please. And Linus begins to share the gospel story. And lo, there were shepherds in the fields keeping watch over their flock by night. You can really say that the gospel is spotlighted in a Charlie Brown Christmas. And that's true in more ways than one. In a Charlie Brown Christmas, the story of Jesus is marvelously told symbolically throughout the show. If you... I was married to an English major, and so she always would help point out Christ figures and stories. And so uh, her prodding got me to thinking, is there a Christ figure in this story? And there is. The Christmas tree. Now, stay with me on this. The the pieces do fit together, believe me. Throughout Charlie Brown's tree, Jesus' life is shared. His birth, his suffering, his death, his resurrection. We first encountered the Christmas tree on that tree lot. And think about that image uh, from the specials. In the lot, there are just rows and rows of fake artificial trees. Aluminum, to be exact. And it's the only real tree. That small, evergreen tree that is overshadowed by all the false uh, trees there. This setting symbolizes the birth of Christ. The Messiah was expected to be born in among the elite, the rich, the powerful, the glitz, the glamor, in a palace, a place where the Messiah could make an earthly difference. Rather, the Messiah was born in and out of the way in a feeding trough to make a divine difference. The question remains then is now, do we seek Jesus in all the wrong places? Do we look for him in what we call success or power or riches? Or do we seek him in the hungry, the thirsty, the sick, the imprisoned. We often take for granted the humbleness of the Christ birth. Think about this, that we celebrate today. God, the creator, the infinite, humbled himself by becoming the created and further humbled himself with mortality. Not just a few, but to be among all of us. We next see the tree when Charlie Brown and Linus take the tree back to the auditorium. There everyone laughs at the tree, and there are echoes here of cruel laughter nearly 2,000 years ago. The cruel laughter that came when our Savior was scourged had a crown of thorns placed on his head, his royalty mocked with a purple robe. And laughter kept coming as people derided Jesus and dared him to come down from the cross. Or as we might say in a Christmas story, Triple Dog dared him. Undeterred, Charlie Brown takes the tree to Snoopy's doghouse, which by the way, if you remember, took first place in the lighting contest. He takes an ornament from Snoopy's decoration and puts it on the tree. The weight of the ornament Bends the tree. Charlie Brown says a very important line right here. I killed it. Should we not also ask ourselves at that moment in the cartoon. Did not the weight of our sins. Hang heavy on our savior. As he hung on the tree. Did not our sins contribute to his death? But the story of the tree doesn't end there. When the rest of the Peanuts gang sees the tree, there is a moment of compassion. Linus articulates that a little love is needed, and the love from God happens. And the tree is transformed into the beautiful live Christmas tree. Here again, Schultz masterfully reminds us of Jesus' glorious resurrection, of God's transforming love that not only changes the moment, but changes death into life. Here is a true moment of hope that we have been talking about throughout the season of Advent. Here is hope that we so desperately need in 2020, a reminder that God changes and transforms our lives. Schultz reminds us of God's gift of love, not condemnation, through his only begotten Son, that all who believe in him should not perish, but have eternal life. On this Christmas, let us not overlook the gift of the Christ child in the midst of holiday festivities or frustrations. Let us remember the humble miracle given to us at Bethlehem and the gift of grace, of hope, of love and peace that transforms our lives each and every day, that more importantly, changes death to eternal life. I invite you to watch Charlie Brown again if you have it on DVD and see the story within the story that Charlie Schultz so beautifully put together. And to this, all of God's children said.
0: You just heard part of the 2020 Christmas Eve Eve service from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church. We thank you for listening to this special bonus episode of the ShepherdCast. If you like what you heard in this episode, and you are able and you live in the northeast ohio area we would like to invite you to join us for worship on sunday mornings at 9:30 a.m. you can learn more about the worship environment at our church by visiting sotvchurch.com/worship now if you wish to support this podcast we hope you will support us by supporting our church's ministry you can do this by donating to us, or by shopping through Amazon Smile, or through many other means. To learn more about how you can support our church, you can visit sotvchurch.com support, or you can look at the information in the show notes for this episode, including a link to our donation tool, Tithely. We invite you to follow us on social media We are at SOTV Sandyville on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And also you can visit our website for our church, -Church SOTVChurch.com. While you are there, we also invite you to take a look at our 2018 and 2019 choir cantatas, which we have posted recordings of for you to either listen to or you can also watch through YouTube. We will be back in your podcast feed this upcoming Sunday with another episode of the ShepherdCast at its regularly scheduled time, so we invite you to tune in then. So until then, on behalf of Shepherd of the Valley Evangelical Lutheran Church,
1: Merry Christmas, and God